Welcome to the Spiritual Business Academy podcast. I'm Kayla Lappin, your host and creator of the Spiritual Business Academy. In this podcast, I teach you how to develop your spiritual gifts as a spiritual healer and how to create a six-figure or more business and step fully into your abundance as a healer. Today's episode is how to let go of blocks as a spiritual healer. And when I talk about blocks, what I mean about, what I mean by this is client blocks, you know, either resistance to getting clients or an imbalance with clients. And I mean wealth blocks. So um, money, money wounding and money healing. I mean blocks with connection with spirit or connection, connecting deeper with your own gifts, resistance to wanting to connect deeper. Um, And I mean blocks on growth and so growth in general. And so what I mean by a block isn't necessarily like an energetic. Sometimes I'll hear from other healers like, oh, this thing was totally blocked. And I never see things as totally blocked. Um, I just see them as like slowed down or choked or um, not connected, right? So that's kind of what I mean by a block is like a block to me can also mean like, oh, the flow of energy isn't totally, it's not flowing unrestricted or it's not flowing, um, it's not been connected before or it needs reconnecting or nurturing. And so what happens in spirit with spiritual healers that I've noticed with my own clients um, and those who are some of my students in the Spiritual Business Academy and with myself is that we are bouncing along. We're ready to step into our gifts. Some of us even have our businesses up and running and then we run into this great wall of resistance. And so for some people that looks like not being able to attract clients. For some people it means Um, they're not able to attract the level of abundance they want to attract. For some people, it's they want to actually deepen that connection with their own gifts and their own intuition. And there's a block that shows up. And one of the things that all of these blocks have in common is that they're all related back to your own healing. And What happens as humans, not as spiritual healers, but as humans, when when, when it comes to healing, um, a lot of us tend to look for like a magic recipe of how we can heal, how fast we can heal, how quickly we can strategize and move through something. And spirit simply has a different plan. The universe has a different plan. Now, The hard part for those of us who are also healers and who are spiritual healers is that we are extra aware (laughs) of the fact that we're blocked. (laughs) And it's almost like that awareness of um, we can help our clients through things, um, we can help other people, but sometimes when it comes to ourselves, it's like that unable to like we're unable to see it fully and partially because um it's really hard to see in ourselves what we don't want to see right you'll hear me talk a lot in this podcast and on social media (laughs) about shadow work and coming to understand the shadow parts of the self and so by shadow work it's a it's um you know a concept in psychology developed by Carl Jung 
um, and Jungian psychology. And Carl Jung has this bait, this premise that there are conscious parts of ourselves and there are unconscious part of ourselves, parts of ourselves. And so the shadow self are the unconscious parts of ourselves and specifically the unconscious part of the self that we reject. And so it's it will show up in weird ways. And so one of the way one of the examples I give about shadow work is like um one of my shadows is I'm late for things. So and I've worked on this and I'm very comfortable talking about it and so I, me and time are in this like ever delicate balance of like, I am just one of those people who will show up late and I'm not like a super late person and you can hear my shadow coming out right there, right? Because I'm like, oh, I still have this healing to do with some of, um, time. And so my husband on the contrary is very on time. He wants to be on time for things. He's like the person that will be there 15 minutes early. And so the shadow self can present itself in like, ugh. He's driving me crazy because he wants to be early to everything. And part of that is in, you know, I've I've done a lot of healing work on this, but it still sometimes shows up as like, I reject that part of myself that isn't the best with timeliness. And so, of course, when it comes to interacting with other people, because I don't unconditionally love that part of myself, when he is, you know, not on, when he wants to be early, I will start to reject that in him and get kind of frustrated with him or upset. So one example of how the shadow can present itself. Um, but one of the reason I'm bringing up shadow work um, when in relationship to your own healing is it's one of the very first things I have my students do in the Spiritual Business Academy um, when we are going to open up to our spiritual gifts. And... One reason being is the shadow self, um, we are unconsciously blocking ourselves from unconditional love within ourselves, which will trickle out into blocking ourselves in other areas of our lives, right? If we don't accept and love and come to understand or at least be in relationship with our whole self, we leave things open to remain blocked or have that resistance in the flow of energy, right? So it let's just pretend in an ideal person or in an ideal situation, we have energy just flowing and unrestricted. And, you know, it's we're, we're working in conjunction with our physically manifested vessel and we have unrestricted flow of energy. Um, but for most people, I'd say like 100 out of 100 people, we are not in that flow state. We have moments of it and we are constantly working on our own balance with it. Um, but we're, uh, it's like a pendulum swinging back and forth, right? It's never, the balance is in the swinging back and forth, right? It's, it is a back and forth motion. That's the balance, (laughs) but it's never just hanging out in the middle, right? Um, the balance is that we oscillate between these these things. And so one of the things that I have noticed with my own students and with myself is that blocks show up as a reminder to be in our own practice. And what I mean by that is our own healing, our own spiritual practice, 
our own connection with ourselves. And as healers, this is so important for us because as we are working with other people and helping them establish a practice or a healing, um, you know, we're bringing out healing in them and we're helping them heal themselves. What often shows up in our blocks with either not getting clients or not getting money flowing to us or, um, or we're like, um, not able to connect with spirit as well. If you're a medium or, you know, if you're an energy healer, you're like, Oh, I don't know if that session went as well as they wanted it to go or whatever. One of the reasons is, um, I feel like it's a big unspoken thing and I'm going to speak to it that so many of us call ourselves healers and we are, and I don't mean call ourselves healers. (laughs) Kayla's shadow probably showing up there, but we are not in our own practice. Myself included at times in this journey. And one of the things that happens is like like students come into the spiritual business academy, they're healers, they're, they have such raw, like we all have this natural, like I fully believe that those of us called to this work undoubtedly are without a doubt are meant to be healers. We're meant to be in this space. We have a natural inkling towards it, whatever, whether you're an energy healer or a, uh, or a medium or, um, you're really into Ayurvedic medicine or you're, you know, we all have this pull towards this. And one of the things that I've noticed is and there's this archetype, the archetype of the wounded healer, right? Where we all have our own wounds. That's why we got into healing in the first place is likely we had our own awakening with trauma or an experience and we know that we can help other people. And that's such a beautiful thing. But one of the things that will happen in that archetype is we don't show for ourselves sometimes. And this is so crucial to your growth with getting clients, with your growth to hitting the next level um, monetarily, like hitting that six-figure mark for yourself. Because if you have things that aren't addressed in the areas, especially at with healers, in the areas of money, in the areas of wealth, we can be in resistance to what the universe wants to bring through for us, but we create a resistance because we're unconsciously aware of our blocks and our rejection of parts of ourselves. And so whenever people join my academy, whenever they get into the spiritual business academy, one of the first things we want to establish is what's your spiritual practice like. And it's not a time to beat yourself up that you don't have one because that that energetic band of guilt and shame and feeling... Like, oh, I know I'm supposed to have one. Like, mm-mm. we don't even want to talk like that. We want to just be nurturing and start to get curious about um, spirit offered me this when I was kind of writing out my notes for this podcast. But it's like you're healing your commitment to a practice and you're healing. You're starting a relationship with your own growth. And so people, when we are... um when we are in relationship with our growth, a relationship is ebb and flow, right? It doesn't mean, I think that like we have two extremes that go on with healers. It's like we have some of us that totally neglect our own practice um, because we just want to help other people. And we all can kind of ebb and flow in that. And there's those of us who are, (laughs) which I fall into this category, 
who are like so fixated on healing all the things and we're going to heal them now and we're going to move forward um, that we kind of lose sight of that being a healthy partnership, healthy relationship with healing. And so it's about finding that pendulum swing, right? That balance. It doesn't mean like, it's just kind of that natural ebb and flow. Like we're in a healing period. We're in a rest period. Oh, I noticed some resistance. And a lot of us just, um, when I, when you go to think about your own healing and how it relates to being blocked, it's the number one thing that's going to keep you from any sort of goal or dream that you have for your business. And especially for us as spiritual healers, we can't hide behind a desk. Not that people are hiding behind their desks, but we can't hide behind it because it's our work. Our work is spiritual work. Ignore my cat and my dog fighting here. Our work is this work. And so it's, and this is true for most entrepreneurs, whatever you're going through is going to be displayed out in your business. So some people are like, I just don't know why I can't get clients. I think it's my marketing. I think it's, um, I think it's marketing. I think it's me not putting myself out there. And then it's like this unspoken, like, "Eh, it's probably me. (laughs) And so healers are very aware that they're blocking themselves. And so when it comes to unblocking yourself, it's like, what do I do? And that is the question, right? But also one of the things that if, if we are in practice, and I mean our own commitment to a spiritual practice, and we are showing up every day for our practice, it's so much easier to be connected with what you need to do and not have that question, I don't know how to move through this block, right? Show up, not have that doubt show up. And so when I talk to people who start having this doubt or they have that thought, which I don't know, we want to try to move out of that thought to coach you a little bit on that is like when we tell ourselves we don't know something, we actually just answered our question in a way that blocks us from receiving information because it's like, I don't know how we're going to do it. And the brain just accepted that as an answer, which is really like, oh, that's not what we want to do. We want to say something, we want to change the I don't know language to something like, I'm very open to receiving how I'm going to move through this, right? Because telling yourself you don't know, like I said, it answers the question for your brain. Your brain's not going to be in solutions mode. It's going to be in this is how it is mode. Okay, so moving back to when we are in practice every day with our own spiritual practice, moving through blocks um, becomes like that pendulum swing. It's like, oh, I'm in this. And we can just be in connection and be in, in flow. And that's what our practice is for. Uh, spiritual practice is not about perfecting something um, or you know, having these grandiose like connections with spirit or visions given to us although it can be a mechanism for that it's like showing up it'd be like it's like why do NBA basketball teams practice you would think at this point they do not need to practice these are professional men like or or women or people (laughs) it's not a gender thing um, these are professionals who've been playing basketball probably since they could walk. Why do they even practice? And the reason they practice is so that when they get into the game, their muscles are at optimal speed, right? Like they're, they haven't like dropped out of what they're supposed to be doing. 
And so that's what you're, they're in flow with it. And they're no, oh, my shooting game's off this week, right? So they can show up and they can, okay, well, it's just kind of where I'm at. So, and I guarantee you, and I never talked to a professional basketball player before, but I guarantee you they have a protocol for when they get into that block of like, okay, this has happened before. Last time I tried this, when I couldn't, you know, when I wasn't hitting three pointers or my free throws. So I'm going to do this, right? Like, That's what we're doing with our spiritual practice. We're not, it's literally just muscle memory (laughs) for your spirit. And so, so many of my clients, not only clients, but also students in the business, spiritual business academy and myself, whenever a block shows up and we're like, I don't know how to do this. I can't. If I ask them, I'm like, so where are you at with your practice? The first thing they're going to say, I guarantee it (laughs) is, oh yeah, um, haven't done that in a while. Again, not a place to be like, beat yourself up and go, duh. It's a place for um, us to get curious about why that is. Because often what happens is it's like, you're right, I stopped meditating. A block showed up and I stopped doing it. And really what's happening is your nervous system's probably getting overloaded. And so the last thing that you want to do, it's like working out when you don't want to work out, right? Like, I don't want to wake up at 6 a.m. and go work out. I'm tired. And so it's like just that little extra like, mind over matter and and I don't mean like don't listen to your body and you know push yourself to exhaustion I mean but sometimes what you've got to do is you've got to get out of bed put the dang video on and just get your sweats on and go sit in front of the tv and I guarantee you within two minutes you start working out right you start to wake up and you go oh my gosh I'm so glad I showed up for that right I don't think anyone like ends a workout and they're like I wish I hadn't done that um so Our practice is often the first thing to come back to when we start to let go, when we want to let go of blocks. And it's often the first thing we forget about as spiritual healers. And so when I talk to my students about a practice, I have this worksheet that I will um, put in the show notes for how to develop a practice. I talk to them about, okay, let's talk about the different types of practices we want to have in our in our like tool, I don't like the word toolbox, but toolbox, right? Um, at our disposal, if you will. And I'm always like, let's think about your ideal practice. This is like, you would get up, you don't have any kids like pulling you out of bed or you don't have a job you have to go to. Um, you're feeling great. You're like retired (laughs) and what that practice would look like, right? Like you have two or three hours to commit to this. You're going to do like, if you're into yoga, you're going to do a whole sadhana and then an asana, and then you're going to meditate and reflect. Right. Um, and so, um, what does your ideal practice look like? Then I like, okay, what's your realistic practice look like? Okay. And that's, is usually it's good to have both because there are days where you're going to be able to do your ideal practice and it's going to feel so good most of us are going to fall in that realistic practice where it's like I've got 30 minutes to an hour and I can realistically achieve x y and z and so um we want that practice and then I like to have the backup like I don't want to get out of bed practice and this one I guarantee like this is you're going to be your most important one to put thought into because this is what you're going to do most days especially when a block shows up this is the one that you're going to fall back on 
in those hard times and you can still say I showed up for myself and it's not even the thing about a practice is like so many of us in the spiritual space like we can get tripped up on the length and what we have to do and we have to do this and this and this and it's like you don't have to do any of that it's like um you just need to show up for any selected amount of time for yourself that could be 15 seconds and so I always have the backup practice and that's probably going to be what you fall to in these times of blocks showing up and resistance and you're just that pendulum swinging over into okay lesson territory right pendulum swinging back into rest territory like there's in those times is when that's going to show up for you and you if you have a default so if you have this like thing that you can rely on no matter how much time you have, I always tell, especially the moms in my, in the academy, I'm like, this is the one that you can do where you can barricade yourself in the bathroom when, you, when the kids can't make their way into the bathroom, which somehow they always magically find themselves in the bathroom. But it's like that moment where you can look your husband in the eye or your partner or whoever you have for support and you can say, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> and if you're a mom... They know, okay, she needs a minute. So I'm like, you, it's something that your backup practice, I honestly am like, do not make it longer than five minutes because that creates an extra layer of resistance in your brain to doing it. So gotta, it's something that you can do. And so for me, this looks like um, very, very quick breath work, meditation. Sometimes I do a quick Reiki check with myself because I'm a Reiki healer and I connect with Reiki really well and it speaks to me. So this will be like I'm about to go to sleep and I'm going to do Reiki on myself. And that is my connection time. That's my little practice that I can get in. Um, other times it's that I'll, I like will put a three minute time, timer on my Fitbit and do the meditation, right? Having that backup practice in place is that space that I get to go to as a spiritual healer, as a human, to be in relationship with my growth, to be in relationship with my practice, to give myself that little bit of time that I otherwise, if I'm unconsciously moving through life, just don't even slow down enough to give. And so I want to hit on this. Like if we are in, if we are not in that relationship with our own growth, um, it's really hard to accept growth in clients, in wealth, in abundance, in spirit, in money. We have a resistance that shows up. And one of the things being like, we're not working on our own healing. And I don't mean the chronic, like, oh, I got to be in healing mode. I mean, just showing up for the practice, showing up for ourselves. There's so much strength that comes from just showing up for that little bit for yourself every day and that can that doesn't have to be a 45 minute to five hour practice like we I idolize in our heads for some reason it can just be that one minute to connect in and do that so I'm gonna put that link to the um the worksheet that I have my students in the academy do um, it's like a downloadable PDF that you can just download. Um, or you can just do this on your own. Up to you. I like I like worksheets. <laughs> so I made a worksheet. Um, but like what's your backup practice? What's your ideal practice? And what's your realistic practice? And so that's one of the things 
that you can do to like let go of these blocks because honestly so much comes from just doing your practice just doing it right it's like that little nudge to like show up for yourself every single day because what's the growth that's going to happen from that is energetically going to push its way through these blocks and especially our blocks around abundance and clients and get, like getting clients into our spaces so much of what we energetically put out there in conversation in our marketing and our offers to people in our you know selling of things comes right from our own being and is is just right there and our if we aren't in relationship with our growth if we're not in a healthy active um relationship with that and uh committed to our own healing it's going to show up out in the world it's going to show up in a marketing message even just energetically and i will always say this and like people pick up on more than we realize because we are all spiritual beings and so if your energy isn't in alignment or and it's not even I don't even love the word alignment because like I see it as a pendulum right like we're always ebbing and flowing through different states and we're in this flow and so if your energy just isn't in awareness I guess is a better word of it right Because the other thing that happens is like, we think we have to be healed before we can make an offer or we can like get new clients. And it's like, no, the universe is willing to like, the universe is not waiting for you to get to a place of perfection. It just wants you to become aware. And once that awareness sets in and we get to then act upon that awareness, we have awareness, the awareness stage that something is going on, the allowing stage, not being in resist, not fighting it. And accepting it a little bit, um, accepting that we're in that state, and then we get to have the action part of it. So you will see a boost in clients and money, not by fully healing, because we're never fully healed. Healing itself, the healing process itself is a practice, right? How many times have you like healed through something only to come back to it like a, a year later or a month later and you're like I thought I healed this and it's like no it's a practice right we have lessons we're working through or whatever that have many layers to them and, and it's just about peeling those layers away right it's like weeding a garden or setting up a garden you don't just like garden one time and it's just it stays right you've got to water it you've got to like make sure the soil's good there's like weeds that get in there and the microbiome has to be right or like there's a lot of layers there and so that's that partnership to the healing. That's that like um, practice of healing. And it is just that. It is just a practice. There's never a place of perfection we're going to get to. That, that's unrealistic and it's not even the truth. And so our healing journey and our healing practice is absolutely what's going to show up and block us. And so um, a lot of us are like, well, I'm working through this. So I really am just going to take that time and honor that and I'm not going to make any offers to people and sometimes don't get me wrong that's where you are allowed to be but we block our we're even in resistance to like that perfection of like I've got to be fully healed through this block before I could even help other people or before I just can't handle it and I want you to challenge that a little bit and ask if that's the truth or if that's perfection showing up in your healing 
Because again, we as spiritual healers are like, I got to be perfect in my healing. Otherwise, I can't show for other people. Or it's like, oh, we're going to avoid our healing altogether and just show up for other people. Right. And so it's like, no, your leadership as a healer, your gift to other people is like not being perfect in your healing or getting to a set place in your healing. It's being in practice with your healing. It's the ebb and flow and the unconditional love you're going to have for yourself in between. And that's what's going to help you let go of blocks. That's what's going to make you more money. That's what's going to help you make more offers that sell. That's what's going to help deepen your connection with spirit and your connection with wealth. It all comes down to your own being, your own self, healing your commitment to a practice, healing um, your commitment to growth and creating a relationship with your growth and relationships if you've ever been in a relationship <laughs> are not the easiest things to be to ha- to have happen they it requires patience it requires nurturing it requires sometimes relationships are gray and sometimes we have down periods again the pendulum swing and it is just about understanding your inner relationship with your own growth nurturing that relationship with your own growth letting it ebb and flow letting yourself work through all of the emotions and moving through um all of these things in a graceful and unconditional way which that in itself is its own practice and so that's my wisdom for you on how to let go of blocks as a spiritual healer and look up shadow work if you haven't (laughs) there's kayla coming through shadow work (laughs) um i love you all and i'll catch you next week and if you're interested in working with me inside the Spiritual Business Academy, then I recommend you go to kaylalappin.com slash the Spiritual Business Academy, where we work on all of these blocks, all of this healing work inside the academy to help you deepening your gifts, deepening your practice, and getting clients that are in alignment with you, creating offers that are in energetic alignment with you, creating offers that sell and that get you to that six-figure mark, right? six figures or more mark and so if you're interested in that that's the work we do inside the spiritual business academy it's my life's work and i invite you to be a part of it